What's up, everyone, and welcome back to the Slab Stocks Sunday show here on the Slab Stocks YouTube channel. My name is Aaron, joined by Julian here for another episode. We're on weekly auction number 86 here on the PWCC weekly auction. Julian, how is your day going? First football Sunday of the new season. Fantastic. Any Anytime that uh, football's back, obviously, Sundays are, are for football. Um my team won, obviously, got, got to represent. Oh, this is this side. Niners, baby. Both of our teams won, as we were just talking about. So I'm pretty happy. Just say Yes, that. yes, indeed. Uh, Packers. Packers with a big start to the year. Obviously, a uh, Green Bay Packer fan here. Julian's a Niners fan, which is tough for me because uh, we already have the Chelsea versus Man U rivalry. But honestly, like, of all of our teams and fandoms, I think that the Niners have, like, beaten down the Packers the most of any of the – you know, different rivalries that we have. So, I mean, we literally have never beat you guys in my lifetime in the playoffs. So um, I don't even know if before that. Uh, e- either way, n- not great. Yeah, and, and I, before I forget, we have to give a quick shout-out to, to our guy in the chat who is chirping Jordan Love. <laughs> yeah, we will definitely talk about that tonight. Let's hope that Jim Baker is uh, staying up a little bit later on the East Coast tonight. Uh, first of all, hopefully everyone's, you know, doing fine on the East Coast. Note, there's a lot of uh, rain and hurricane action going on over there. The Brewers got delayed three times in a row um, out in New York. The stadium started to flood. So uh, hopefully everyone's doing well. But uh, other than that, um, yeah, we've got a big episode today covering many things in sports cards and specifically as well in football because, you know, just made a post to our uh, Slab Sex Instagram page about two quarterbacks specifically who did not do so well today, asking people, you know, which quarterback was more disappointing. We'll talk about those two today in the stream. Uh, but to, in reality, you know, you've been talking about this for weeks now. You know, if you're looking to buy and sell football cards, the least risk to it is to sell them before the season begins because once the season starts, it's anything goes. You know, one player is a terrible first game and interest can die almost immediately in a player. So, We'll definitely walk through those players, break down what happened today and where their markets are heading. So good uh, Sunday night to everyone. Welcome to Ken Wood. Welcome to DJ Quicksilva. I hope you two are doing great. Hope anyone else that tunes in tonight is doing great. If anyone has any card selling tonight, please let us know so we, so we can give you a shout out in tonight's stream. Um, we've got a number of cards selling ourselves here in the stream tonight. Everything from baseball cards to soccer cards to a hockey card one of the bigger hockey cards in the auction um lots of different stuff going so if you find anything out there that's uh in an sgc slab in the soccer or baseball market uh it's a good chance that that, that stuff might be uh ours and then also some some nice uh bowman university stuff there's some pretty sick deals out there right now on like kate klubnik uh michael Penix, and also uh will shipley red shimmer auto if anyone wants to go check that out you might be able to get a massive steal if you go into just even just searching Bowman and find uh, some of those nice ones that we've got going out. Reason is, is I, got, I got a ton of them. I got duplicates of almost all that stuff. So that's the only reason why I got those going is just to sell through the duplicates, have more here um, with myself. So let's jump into the content for the night. And we're just going to go right to football to start here. So like, as always, extended bidding starts at um, – 9 p.m. Central Time, and there's about 10 minutes until that starts, and we are going to talk for probably about 20, 30 minutes here about football, and then we'll start to direct, maybe 20 minutes, we'll start to direct our attention to the you know other items ending, stuff that Julian's looking at tonight, some of that stuff, maybe one Hoobie buying slips in there, we don't, we'll see. Um, what's up, Chris? How you doing? Uh, happy to have you tune in, and uh, anyone else, 
Um, he says promotes Julian to Slabjack Senior Breaker. I'm working there. I'm working there. Chris, since since you last uh, joined in on the breaks, Julian's been ripping more packs, man. Uh, Julian, tell him how many how many boxes have you ripped cases recently? Probably like seven or eight. I mean, in total, since Chris probably tuned in, it's probably been more than that, honestly. Yeah. Just like adding everything up, Chris. I'm an experienced vet now. Come on now. <laughs> yeah, Senior sir. Breaker. Coming soon. Join us on Wednesday, uh, Fanatics Live. Uh, we have got a full release day of Bowman Chrome Baseball, huge release day. Obviously, we're not talking exclusively about baseball tonight, but Wednesday we'll be talking a lot about baseball. We've got our cheat sheet out there through our daily side newsletter. And sign up for that slapsocks.com to get that Bowman Chrome cheat sheet tomorrow morning. There's 31 different prospects in their tiered uh, analysis with them, things to down on the farm prospects. Big prospect guy actually goes to the games, uh, scouts himself, is a card collector himself as well. So you know that, you know, cards are thought about as well through the making of it so huge shout out to to vinnie from down the farm prospects maybe he's in here right now but um yeah make sure to uh to sign up for that daily slam newsletter to get that cheat sheet because a lot of these guys i never heard of before this only like one or two i did um and i'm sure it's like that for a lot of people as every single new bowman and bowman chrome set comes out there's always new prospects to learn so let's yeah, uh go ahead and you know if Aaron hasn't heard of them, then I definitely have not heard of them. <laughs> I was going to say, I've heard of two. Julian's probably heard of none. So, uh, well, I have he heard went... of, but prior to this, I heard about Solace through you. But that's, yeah. that's it. But you're me studying up, right? Of course. Got to be ready for Fanatics Live. And Chris, I forgot about the Android. So we're not trying to rub it in your face. But it's coming soon, hopefully. Yeah, yeah. I I, I do believe so. I just saw something today that said, uh, like, like uh, get on the wait list if you're an Android user or something like that. So, Hopefully uh, that is indeed coming soon. Um, all right, so let's start at the top here with these football, and we'll walk through them. I asked you a little bit about the stats. We'll talk about their markets and where they're trending. And uh, we're just going to start here off the rip with Justin Herbert. So huge game today. Actually, huge matchup was between the Dolphins and Chargers, probably one of the most you know fire-powered matchups from an offense standpoint. And uh, Julian, how did Herbert's day turn out for him? Pretty solid. Uh, 228 yards and one touchdown. They lost by two, unfortunately, but compared to two, obviously, small numbers. Yeah, and I, I don't have a Tua card pulled up right now because they're lower down. There's no, like, massive NTRPA ending this week. But obviously, the you know, with the Dolphins winning and Tua throwing for, what was it, like 425 yards? 466. So just like last year, you know, Tua was insanely hot before he – suffered some of the concussion problems and like two is obviously talented. I'm glad he's bounced back in his play, but like the health is obviously the biggest concern there with two and his cards are selling very high going into the season. But based on what, you know, we saw with the chargers and Herbert today, starting the season off with a loss, not the worst to the dolphins team. I think a lot of people are expecting to contend um, obviously in the wild card positions, but maybe even push the bills for a division title this year. Uh, so, so in reality, not the biggest deal. Like I don't think that, Herbert's market is like at risk of going down a lot after this first week, like some of these other players are, but definitely, you know, he's going to have to start to add some wins and more touchdowns to this total. That's for sure. You feel that way? I agree. Uh, I think still pretty solid performance. Just everyone's obviously looking at two his numbers, but uh, very solid for, for the Chargers putting up 34 points. You can't really complain with uh, obviously it's a loss, but it's, it's not a bad loss by any means. Right. Right. Um, and then uh, one other thing I'm going to shout right now is that the Cowboys and the Giants are actually going right now. It's 26 to zero. Yeah. Um, the Giants are getting smacked and Dak Prescott only has 91 yards and zero touchdowns. There's been like a block field goal for a touchdown, a pick six. Uh, we talked about Daniel Jones on here 
just two weeks ago or yeah. three weeks ago, the gold vinyl auto had sold for ten thousand dollars. Yeah, two interceptions. Two interceptions, five for thirteen forty-three yards. So we'll we'll get to their actual cards that are in this auction in a bit, but I think we should just actually jump from this Herbert card because we'll you know we'll run into why these these guys have done pretty decently today. Actually, let's just move down to Burrow right now. What happened to the Bengals today, dude? Yeah, I honestly have no idea. Obviously, I didn't watch the game. Um, like a lot of people, probably I was checking my fantasy team pretty regularly. I drafted Evan McPherson because I'm like, obviously they're going to score a ton of touchdowns. They didn't score a touchdown today at all. After signing a huge extension, like you could have played out like oh, so many different scenarios that would have gone on today. That is not one that I would have thought of getting absolutely destroyed by the Browns. Well, I don't know if you heard about what Jamar Chase was talking about with calling them like elves and stuff before the game. But if you're Jamar Chase, if you win the game today and you talk smack before the game, like, wow, congrats, you beat them and you said you were going to, right? But if you lose, like, it's way worse and the media blows up on it. So why do you say that dumb stuff? Like, what are you doing? Like, was it 84 yards Hornets pointed out for Joe Burrow tonight? Um, the difference is, is like with Burrow, it's like, I think we know he's going to be great this year. I, I, an off game's an off game. He's coming off that weird calf strain um, and everything. I mean, congrats to Cleveland, but I don't really think Deshaun Watson had like a, you know, amazing game, did he? he really 154 did yards, one touchdown, one interception. It was Nick Chubb that had a crazy game. What did he do? 106 yards. Okay, so Chubb is awesome and uh, definitely helped there. So Joe Burrow, you know, not great today. I'm sure that it might be a little bit less interaction on his cards tonight. Uh, maybe because of it, but let's just skip to this one right here. We got to get to it because we opened up the episode. I ain't talking enough about the Packers and what happened today. I see that I waited until Big John got into this chat, our resident Bears fan. I just cannot believe this entire offseason. Everyone's hyping up all oh, these new weapons. They got DJ Moore. They got this. They got that. And they lay a dud. They had six points at halftime. I think they scored one touchdown in the second half or something like that. Uh, maybe a garbage time touchdown, but Man, the Bears laid a dud. Jordan Love looked like he was in command. I was told by Jim Baker here that Jordan Love's a game manager, that he's not special, but guess what? He really led that game. Aaron Jones was huge for us too. But my goodness, Justin Fields, Julian, go in on what Justin Fields is, and I don't think he's that good at all. Okay. I have to say, roll the tapes back. I have been saying from the start, even on the live streams, go back to the draft when the Bears – Traded up for Justin Fields. I said that was a bad pick. Everybody chirped me, didn't believe me. He's in his third year and is still struggling to produce. I think it's I, – I, I'm, I'm saying it's time to move on from him, but not a good performance at all. Uh, Aaron Rodgers leaves the Packers. Bears fans get hype, claiming they're going to be able to win. I guess Jordan loves their new daddy. It, it, it's been eight straight games before today that the Packers beat the Bears. And, of course, all the Bears fans hate Aaron Rodgers. And then Jordan Love says, nope, we're going to continue that streak. Let's go nine games in Chicago. You it, you got to be so down bad if you're a Bears fan. I'm sorry, Big John, but you just have to be. I mean, there, and not only if you're a Bears fan, but there's plenty of people out there in the card market that thought that Justin Fields is a top-five quarterback in the NFL, it seems, the way they're spending money on him. Yeah, it just, it just baffles me sometimes. Uh, he, I mean – I guess you could say he's shown glimpses, but like how many games has that been? Maybe one? Like, yeah, but here's the thing about Justin Fields. He's never had a game in his career. He's had over 200 passing yards and three touchdowns or more. That never happened. Jordan Love did that today. 
And last year he passed for 2,200 yards. And a lot of people were saying, well, he had no weapons. Well, he at least had people out there running routes. Now you bring in DJ Moore. You have Chase Claypool. Claypool is obviously terrible. He hasn't done anything since he landed on the team. Um, and they, they still they, they absolutely – I mean, There's no more excuses. At this yeah, point. there's no more excuses. The Packers' defense was a little suspect in the first drive, gave up a lot of yards. Like he was you know, making some scramble plays. But once our defense kind of locked in like many sacks, he made some bad decisions – just not winning football. That's for sure. So, yeah. And I don't know, I don't know what it is, but there's some, obviously I'm not a huge Ohio state fan. So that's pretty clear, but there's some type of correlation between Ohio state quarterbacks and just absolutely like pooping in the NFL because I don't, I think there's just that like not a single Ohio state quarterbacks ever made the, uh, uh, pro bowl. Uh, yeah, no, the Ohio State quarterback situation has never it's really like, panned it, out. There's got to be doing something where that team is just so good that it's covering for for like how bad the quarterbacks is because I, I can't come up with any other explanation. And, I mean, CJ Strauss plays first half on the game, so I'm not going to go in and CJ Strauss. No, no. I, Justin yeah. Fields is a third-year NFL player now. It's a little bit different. But, um, yeah, I mean, there we still haven't seen a quarterback, I'd say, like break break the curse. Like A lot of people, I think, were like, oh, Justin Fields is that guy. Like He can do it. Um, but – Definitely haven't seen anything up to this point where I'm like, he's going to be able to like stick with this team winning and everything like that. And the other thing about the bears too, is that like they were in position, um, you know, they had the first overall pick in this draft. Now I'm not saying that they could have, you know, used that necessarily to replace fields at this moment. Cause I understand you want to take a shot with him, like see what he does in a season where you do trade for the receiver and stuff, but we'll see. Maybe it was the wrong move, you know, sticking with Justin Fields. And, and the, here's the deal. Justin Fields could end up having an okay season. I'm not really saying that like Justin Fields is necessarily terrible. I know that Julian's probably a bigger Justin Fields hater than I am. I'm more of a hater that like his cards are just bonkers. I mean, we're talking like nine grand for a, an NTRPA of 99 this month, like was spent. Like that's a lot of money for a guy that has thrown for 2,200 yards in a season of his career. Um, so we'll see what happens with him. And yeah, Tom, you know, he says someone clip all this because remember Chiefs. Started one and three. Mahomes looked like crap. So making claims after week one is a bit silly. Um, I, it's not necessarily about needing content, though. Like, I'm a Packers fan, so I'm just passionate about Bears fans thinking that they got the best things in sliced bread and then getting destroyed once again. Um, I, I just have never been a Fields really big. Yeah, and I don't lover. think – I understand what Tom's saying, but I just don't think it's comparable at all because Mahomes obviously didn't look the best for a few games. This is Justin Third's third season, like, like you said. So – I don't think that type of stuff just magically will change overnight. Yeah, I agree. Um, we'll see, though. And, yeah, I understand that Lamar Jackson won the MVP of 2,700 yards passing, but remember, Lamar Jackson was like a special case scenario, and that Ravens team won a ton of games, and he scored a ton of touchdowns. Like, Fields have one touchdown today, and I don't see this Bears team winning a bunch of games. They look pretty terrible. Um, we'll see, though. We'll see what happens. And I don't think he had a rushing touchdown today. So I think he did just have one touchdown. Like that was not the case with Lamar Jackson's MVP year. He was scoring tons of touchdowns. Yeah. Um, same with Jalen Hurts last year when he was in the running for it too. But I know that this game didn't happen today. Um, and it happened on Thursday. So we haven't had a live stream since then. But Jared Goff, Jared Goff, uh, he did what he needed to do to win in Kansas City. But, bro, his cards are selling for a lot of money now. Like, people are really on this Jared Goff, like, bandwagon, so to speak. If you go and look at his highest-selling cards since September 1st, there was two 
RPAs of 99. So actually through a PWCC vault, one for 2K. And then the gold out of 10 sold for 3.6K. So people are clearly looking to spend money in Jared Goff. Um, they drafted Hendon Hooker in the last draft, but he does that. He did have a knee injury coming out of Tennessee, and he's you know 24 already. So it's not saying he's going to push him out. But, man, we'll see what happens with the Lions. But I I didn't really say anything that I was like that confident in. I just think the Chiefs, like the receivers, completely blew that game for them. That was bad. Especially Darius <laughs> Tony. Because, like, I mean, I went through my head, obviously, with a lot of fantasy guys. You're like, who's going to be wide receiver one? Um, even with Kelsey being out, more of an, like, initiative to, like, try and get a guy like him. But that was shocking. Yeah. No, he, I think that I've never seen someone individually clown more on Twitter in, like, a short period of time than Kadarius Tony. Like, I, everything I saw, just back Eli back. Apple might be up there. Huh? Eli Apple might be up there. From I forgot about that, but either way, I I just saw back to back to back Tony tweets yeah, like constantly. Yeah, I hope he shakes it off though and and comes back comes back strong because obviously it helps with someone like Patrick Mahomes coming out and speaking afterwards and saying he obviously missed a decent amount of uh, training camp. But obviously that's not an excuse, but they're obviously like backing him, so so that should help hopefully. Yep, and then someone brought up Kenny Pickett, so we'll jump right there. Pickett played against Julian's 49ers. Say, Julian, did you watch the 49 I know you had a women's soccer game going on. At Madison. I, I, wa- I watched probably 30% of the game. It was – yeah, I mean, the obviously the Steelers has a decent defense, and our, our boy TJ Watt had a had a pretty good game, which oh, is yeah. because that's the team he's on. But Kenny Pickett had a really good preseason and not – looking too hot during that game, put up the stats, one touchdown, two interceptions, 232 yards, um, outclassed by the boy Brock Purdy today. So we'll see. We'll see. I can't believe that Brock Purdy – I mean, I can't believe it because he had a great, you know, year last year. But, like, he really came back after that torn UCL and said, who cares? I'm going to play well again. Yeah. I was – yeah, I was worried it was going to come to a slow start as well. And considering everybody has some film on him now, but – He's just got he's got that IQ that I, I really like about. Not the most athletic guy, but he knows he knows how to sling it. So here's the other thing about Kenny Pickett here is that he's obviously on a huge fan base with the Steelers. He Pittsburgh quarterback from Pittsburgh. Like the making is great here to be like a high coveted card and like big, you know, time player for the organization. The problem is is that I feel like if you flop in that situation, and let's say he doesn't pan out, and they have their first losing season in however many years it's been forever, right, since they had a losing year, I feel like that the narrative can change very quickly, and these cards that are selling for a lot of money can start to sell for little money once you know he becomes the first quarterback that didn't have a winning season with the Steelers in X amount of years, which I think has been a long time. Um, yeah, I don't think I don't know if Mike Tomlin's ever had a. Uh, I don't think I he think has. once maybe. So we, I brought up UCL, and we're going to deviate from football here very quickly because news just in a couple hours ago, Jason Dominguez, who had a stellar start to his season with the Yankees, I think it's four home runs in like a week or something like that, 300 average. He was just scratched today from the game against the Brewers, and like middle of the game or after the game, it got revealed, just like Otani, he tore his UCL, which is crazy. Yeah, diagnosed with a torn UCL. Aaron Boone came on, told the media, so Dominguez starts his career just absolutely burning it up, tearing it up here in the MLB. Um, and that's like the lone bright spot that there was for the Yankees this season. So now Jason Dominguez tears his UCL. I don't know how it happened. I don't know if he was playing the outfield and made a throw, if he swung funny and tore it. I don't really know what happened. But 
Um, the good news is that one, he's super young, and two, for hitters, it's not as important as for pitchers. You saw Bryce Harper do that at the end of last season, had surgery, came, come back in like three or four months to start the season, and then started cooking again here a few weeks ago. So, like, it's not the end of the world, but also it is difficult to see, you know, for people that were spending quite a lot of money at this moment because he was playing really well at the end of this year. And I expect Dominguez prices to drop in the off season as it would anyways, but because they were hitting pretty crazy heights now, they'll drop a lot. Yeah. And, and a quick question, obviously, because I'm still learning about the baseball. Yeah. Scene. A lot of, some people might not be as knowledgeable as me, but that whole UCL thing, I thought that was like mainly like pictures. So like, how does someone like, like him, like, like tears UCL? Is that just through batting or like? Yeah, yeah. Well, you're right. It is mainly pitchers. How does it happen? I didn't actually see the moment it happened. Um, which I guess it probably happened against the Brewers. I wasn't watching every single pitch of this last weekend's series. Um, I I don't know how it happened. Anyone out there saw how this happened? With wait, uh... so is it like? Is it like like how common is it for? And I'll uh, I don't know what position he plays, but like a non-pitcher to yeah. It's it's not super super common. Um, I've seen it a few times. Like Bryce Harper's the most famous one recently. There's a couple others. I think that you know, um, I can't remember any other, even any other names off the top of my head. So it happens, but it's not really as common. Can you hear uh, me right now, Julian? Yeah, yeah, you're, you're kind of cutting like freezing. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah. I opened a New York Post article and there was like five thousand ads on it, so it literally started to like blow <laughs> down my computer. I was trying to find out how he tore it. It just, from what I saw, really quickly, it basically looked like that he just started to have soreness, and then they did a scan to see what was up, and then boom. So I mean, wow. it was probably honestly in a moment that like he maybe didn't even realize it, and then they, you know, go for the scan. The problem is, is with pitchers specifically, like you keep on doing that, and you're just going to make it way worse. I think you know after yeah. the soreness. So it's an interesting injury, that's for sure. Chris here says Pickett is the next Baker. Speaking of Baker, how about the Vikings? How about the Vikings losing at home to the Buccaneers? Losing yeah. at home to the Buccaneers. Another Baker Mayfield. What do you say? Another thing I would not have predicted coming out of week one. Well, hey, I'm loving it um, as a Packer fan. All my friends are just beside themselves. I got a lot of high school friends that are Vikings fans. Um, and their second half was abysmal, man. They had a lot of yards in the first half, but had like three turnovers. The second half, they were just trash, barely moved the ball. Um, speaking of another quarterback out there that was playing today in their first, uh, you know, season as a full starter, or at least what it hopefully is for him, Sam Howell for the uh, commanders, they ended up winning the game, but it was against conceivably the worst team in the NFL, uh, the Arizona Cardinals with Joshua Dobbs, a quarterback who they just traded for. And I think that uh, Sam Hall ended up with, you got the stats, Julian? 202 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Yeah, so, I mean, they won, but nothing crazy. I didn't watch the game. He had a rushing touchdown. I didn't watch the game, so I don't really know what the read is on Sam Hall. If anyone else can let us know on Sam Hall, you know, it would be good to hear because, you know, his cards have been selling for a lot. Any player that becomes a starter ends up selling for a lot of money uh which is always a good time to sell if they're not a player you really believe in That's yeah and then also with him i think that was the last game of the season last year he kind of like popped off so there's obviously like that kind of like cliffhanger yeah you're like what where could he start off the season which definitely doesn't help so. yeah the carryover effect definitely is real with some of these players as well um that's for sure that is for sure 
All right, we are 20 minutes away now for extended meeting. We'll cover a couple more quarterbacks here. Then we'll throw it over to Julian for some takes. Um, but let's see here. Desmond Ritter, you know, didn't really do a whole lot. Today. I didn't watch the game, but the stats, you know, what was it, Julian? It's like 12 for 1,500 yards or something. Yeah, let me pull it up. 115 yards, one touchdown. 15 yeah, so was it anything crazy? It looked just from the stats. Didn't see any many mistakes. But uh, obviously without watching game, it's hard to tell sometimes on the quarterback. Uh, but either way, I mean, there's some mega cards ending tonight. Three thousand dollars in the gold prism PSA ten. You got the white sparkle PSA ten at twenty two hundred, which is kind of crazy to me. How is that that close in price to it? The gold should be way more expensive. It's serial numbered. I I don't understand that one. Yeah. Um, but also, I'd rather have a cracked ice contenders out than a white sparkle. But that's just me. So there's a lot of crazy uh, Desmond Ritter cards ending tonight. There's that really. Uh, you know, kind of ridiculous die cut that Panini made this year for uh, select for Sam Howell ending uh, $850. And then I want to get on to Jordan Love here um, because we got a little bit longer to talk about some of these football players. But Jordan Love, there is very few cards ending tonight of Jordan Love, which is interesting because for the last like eight months, there's been a lot of Jordan Love cards selling in every auction. Tonight, there's like seven or something like that, like eight. Here's the deal. I think, Julian, a lot of people were selling Jordan Love going into the season, expecting him to be bad, but waiting to sell some of these other guys, you know, in the first few weeks, expecting to maybe do some things. And now there's only eight cards for sale. And I'm sure these people are happy that they're selling tonight. They had such a good game against the Bears. Um, so we're seeing, you know, blue con- optic containers auto. It's numbered out 75. It's $675 right there. A red one, 675 That was a 9510. But, um, yeah, I mean, I'm sure Jordan Love cards are definitely getting some heat. I mean, a raw contenders are at 420. Dude, I remember when I passed on freaking PSA 10s of this for $250, I think. I'm sure those are like $1,000 plus cards now or something like that. Let's see. I mean, at this point, like, I'm not trying to get ahead of myself, but like, my hopes are way higher than they were prior to week one. Like, I thought we could have lost this game like easily at, at Chicago, but. Now I'm like, shoot, let's win this freaking division. Who cares about the Lions? Um, Vikings are irrelevant to me. But yeah, man. Slow your roll there, buddy. I know, I know. But to be fair, the NFC North is probably the second weakest division in football, if not the weakest in some scenarios. I mean, NFC South is not good either. But yeah, I shouldn't get too excited. There's a Brees Hall optic, one of one ending tonight. Uh, Lots of our football cards. So go check them out. You know, if you're interested, Baker Mayfield. And also a ridiculous, he just retired, but a ridiculous slab booklet here with a slab the size of um, a massive, massive magazine. It seems. You need to make sure there's enough room around the card. <laughs> don't want to get damaged. Uh, don't even stop asking about Cam Ward. We're not talking about Washington State here on uh, on Slab Star Sundays. <laughs> the only thing that went wrong this entire weekend was Wisconsin. It was bad, man. It was bad. It was bad. But to, I'm still going to complain about the referees because we would have won the game if the referees didn't okay. blow that game. I agree with you, but also, like, we shouldn't be in that position. No, no, of course not. But uh, just that that safety call is just, oh, God, it's, it's going to haunt me. I saw a lot of people trying to argue that he was on the one-inch line at the point where he was getting tackled. So, He's like, that- a solid – Four inches in his end zone after he ran backwards. 
he kind of put himself in that position. Like, how can you blame the defender for like, you know, it's like he like picked him up and threw him backwards. No, he he was like running backwards. He had like his arm out trying to like push him away and get out of it. And then they tackled him because he was running backwards. Like, and then the, the fumble call is pretty abysmal on Malusi also. There's a ton of stuff, so. For sure. If I All see right. our players running laps on campus, I'll know why. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um all right, let's move on to uh, some of Julian's selections for this week and also uh, one, maybe a, a Hoobie Bion slides into there. So Julian kicks off. We, we're, we're not doing any Hoobie Bion this week. Okay, overturn we gotta, next week. We're sticking that. We, that's the entire segment. We can't be doing any any, any crazy. We got to keep it together. <laughs> keep it pure. Yes. <laughs> so we're just going to stick with a couple of cards that I love. And I think – I'll, I'll explain why, obviously. Also, before we move on, I can't. I we talked a lot about a bunch of different sports. I can't fail to recognize Coco Goff for winning her first Grand Slam, and also Djokovic for winning his record extending twenty fourth insane oh, tennis he won? action. No back, yeah, no he back. did. He did insane tennis action in the U.S. Open this week. I watched the last couple weeks straight. I love the U.S. Open, and uh, man, it was awesome watching Coco yesterday. <laughs> Scott says, "No, who be buying? Why did I even come then?" <laughs> All right, every, well, we, now you know you can come back next week. So uh, be, that's the the hype is just building it up. <laughs> let's let's get on to it. All right, first one. Onto Fati twenty twenty immaculate bronze. That's my card. I'm selling. Oh, oh I it? thought I thought there was a Zuby buying for a second. I was like, oh no, 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 no. I didn't even know this was your card. This is but my card. I'm selling. Basically, Onto Fati. I think he's gonna have a really great season at Brighton. Um, maybe not specifically this card, obviously, because it's ours, but um, I think that he's gonna fit really well in that Brighton system. He's coming from a team that's absolutely loaded, so it was gonna be hard for him to break into it. So it makes sense for him to leave. Obviously, the, most people are rooting for this Brighton team, really like the way they play, ton of great players, young players. I think he'll slot in really well, uh, and do well in the Premier League, and then his cards will probably bounce up quite a bit because a lot of his stuff is dirt cheap right now um, yeah I'm, i sent this to auction prior to the loan happening you know i i didn't really know that the loan was gonna happen at that point i didn't really expect him to leave um probably would have held it to see how he does with that front line there in uh brighton because honestly they're kind of sick right now and psa eight of this card so for 135 dollars on december 4th 2022 Last summer, a PSA 9 sold for 300 Obviously, that's last summer, so it's not $300 right now. I'm not trying to say that, but Julian's right. I mean, the cards have dropped a lot, so if anyone wants a cheap little go at Ansu Fatsi, uh joining Brighton, yes, it's it's our card, but uh, have at it. All right. Next up, personal favorite, 2020 McLaren Gold Sapphire. <laughs> that's a nice one. I love me some McLaren. That's my team. Best team out there. Don't care about Red Bull. Red Bull sucks. Um, but yeah, the logos in 2020 Chrome and Chrome Sapphire just, I love them so much. And obviously, a lot of people like them too. The gold with it just, just hits different. So, big fan of this card. Logo McLaren. Can't go wrong. Love it. Uh, what's up, Hank? How we doing? Uh, I'm sure you're excited about Jordan Love today. And then also, I want to point out this comment from Peg Junk. Pretty funny. He goes, I am on the PUP list, player unable to purchase list for a bit. Hmm. <laughs> like it. All right. Next up. All right. I'm hoping this card also is on ours, but I don't think it is. Caitlin Clark Cahoon Auto? No, it's not. Sick. Mikey B. Representing Mikey B right now. There it is. 
obviously one of the the top college well I was like women's college players but college players in general one of the most recognizable one of the best um those kahuna cars i really love that insert the autos just make a difference super super rare i've said time and time again that the bowman chrome university for football and basketball from this year is probably one of my favorite products might have ripped a little bit too much of it so far have a bunch of the cards but caitlin clark I, I think that's a good person to buy just because of how dominant she's been in the past couple of years i don't think it's going to stop and then obviously she's going to be heading to the WNBA probably after this season so yeah, I uh, I agree with you on Caitlin Clark. And the other thing about her is that she's had a few products released now, so there are more options out there. So I feel like you can get at a better price because you know there's just more supply out there. Um, but I actually just saw that it was her and Bronny James. Uh, her and Brian James were the first, I think, NIL athletes ever to get added to Nike's website to have like player merchandise purchase. So you can like buy like an Iowa shirt that says 22 on her name on the back. Um, to be honest, like I know, that, you know, I'm glad that Brian James is doing well and can play, but I am utterly shocked it wasn't her and Caleb Williams. I know that Brownie is the just big name tied to LeBron, but like he hasn't even played a single second of college basketball yet. <laughs> Caleb Williams is an absolute collegiate superstar. I'd say that Caleb Williams is possibly the biggest, um, one of the biggest collegiate superstars we've seen specifically because he's during the NIL era. Um, I know there's been some mega stars in the past. I'm not trying to like downplay them, you know, like what Tebow did or Reggie Bush or Vince Young, some of these other guys. Um, but like the fact that Caleb's around the NIL era just creates so many more opportunities for these guys to like guys and girls to get, you know, talked about out there through different partnerships and all these different things. Um, so yeah, Caleb's a star and I do have a Caleb Williams, actually two Caleb Williams cards any tonight. Um, but I got many more here too. So I definitely believe in him and what he's doing on his way to the NFL. Yeah, for sure. But you never know that the father quote keeps popping up where he's like, I might go back to college. I'm like, come on. There's no way that's actually going to happen. Dude, these, these fathers need to like, just stop talking, you know, putting the cart before the horse type of situation here, because like, I respect these dads, you know, that like, are you know, want to be involved in what their kids are doing with sports, but like, don't put these kids in a position to where like, they have to make a decision based on what you're saying in the media or something like that. It's just like, come on I now, Claudio Reyna, father of the year. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, no, like I, the thing about Caleb Williams is like, I understand now maybe there's like some monetary reasons behind like staying in school. Like if you are a $5 million NIL athlete that you don't have to go to the NFL right away. Cause before there was like no opportunity to make money. And now it's like, Oh, I guess you can, you know, make just not as much, but 50% of what you can, can make as a first overall pick. But to me, you can't risk being the guaranteed first overall pick. Like, there's no reason to risk that. Like, do your work in college right now. You played at USC last year. You almost made the college football playoff. Go for it this year. Get to the NFL and be that first overall pick. Like, you're pretty much guaranteed to be as long as there's no injuries or devastating other circumstances, you know, that occur this year. Um, I agree. So, like, I can't. Um, sorry. You keep going. No, go ahead. Bring up a good times comment. I was going to say, he said uh, Clark and the Iowa women's team are playing at the football stadium this year like the Nebraska women's volleyball team did. That seems very cool. That's going to be electric. I don't know if anyone saw, but Topps actually made a, a Bowman University Now card off of the Nebraska women's game. Um, they Yeah, they did. So it's like a you could order you know, on demand. I'm sure they made some parallels of it. But dang, that is going to be a hyped up event for sure. That's got to break the... Because the was a Nebraska record, like they hold the record right now. So, 
I feel like they've got a – that's got to – they're just it, so good. Though. They might not have enough seats, though, that can beat at Nebraska State. But oh, maybe they yeah, do. Though. You're right. Yeah, they might right. just not have enough seats. Um, Real Music says, he not Nike, talking about Caleb Williams, the t-shirt comment I made. I don't think it matters because Nike is the partner for USC Athletics. So by that, I'm pretty sure they could just make that shirt anyways like they do for any NBA player out there, even if they sign a sneaker deal with like Adidas. I don't think it matters if Caleb Williams is like a specific Nike like apparel athlete or not because USC has those rights. Um, but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's different than NIL and maybe there's an exclusivity tied to it because it would be the obvious choice in my mind over Bronny. Is, is he signed to Adidas? He might be. I, I mean, obviously, real music has some information. Um, let's see here. Shoot, I'm just gonna type in shoe deal or something like that. Um, I think he's a. I think he's Nike. Yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to get. I'm not he sure. Did, he he either hasn't signed one because I see stuff yeah. from Adidas and Nike. Yeah. Uh, there's a bunch of other random brands I'm seeing popping up, but not nothing like a major manufacturer. All right, moving on. Um, Julian got to talk about talk about a couple of cards he likes. You're done with that, right? Those are your three. I am done. All right, nice, good. This card I love. Now, I couldn't really catch myself spending a thousand dollars plus. <laughs> he signed with Wendy's. He is on Wendy's commercial. Oh my gosh, I have seen. Whole many of those. If you watch college football, you see Kale Williams on the, the, the Dr. Pepper over and over and over. <laughs> oh my gosh! There was one. Obviously, Aaron, you're watching those Scots one. It was like lung cancer with like the there was like the lungs and it was like matches, bro. I think I saw that ad probably ten times. <laughs> I was like, I was like lip syncing to this ad because I've seen it so many times. That's like watching the Brewers games and seeing the Kiss, uh, the Kiss concert, right. like uh, end end of the road concert ad, which plays like every other inning. Um, but yeah, no, there was a lot of kill. That was a Wendy's. great comment by Crollo. <laughs> yeah, for by sure. Um, I love this Chris Middleton card. It's got the fear, fear the deer patch on, but you couldn't really catch me spending over a thousand dollars on Chris Middleton card. I've got a couple of Chris cards, but nothing nearly that expensive. It's a sick card, though. I'm sure some. Bucks fans gonna walk away with a super nice one there. Um Crollo, a hundred percent. If it sticks in my head, very good marketing. <laughs> That's true. I mean, I gotta say, there's some really annoying ads out there like Burger King. I can't stand them, but at least you know what they're saying. Like yeah. after you, you know, like I can't stand that. Um, there's a few out there like that for sure. Oh, this is such a cool one ending tonight. This Hank Aaron Archives 2017 Tops Auto. Um, I got myself a one of one now. Thanks to Jordan. I got my Super Fractor I traded for, so no need for that. Julian, what do you think about this? This kind of seems out of maybe a lot of pockets me. I mean, it's a one of one, but this isn't a Top Scrum Super Fractor. This isn't a Sapphire Paperdasha. This is a first edition foil fractor from Top yeah. Paper. And it's not a rookie either. This is pictured in his loan kit with PSG. Uh, oh no! Excuse me, not not loan kit. It's not. This is before the loan, but he did have twenty twenty same club rookies. It's actually it's actually funny you mentioned that because I I saw this one when I when I was scrolling through through the auctions and I was also had a very similar impression to you that it's strange that that card is that much. Obviously, he's not on PSG anymore. It's not Chrome, so like Super Factors, obviously like that's the the preference to a lot of people. But 
he's he's a baller so i think that's why it's just they yeah. see the name it's a one of one but yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't be spending nearly that much money on, on that type of card no he's super good so that's probably why it is up that much but yeah it is quite a bit there's a Wemby psa six here uh if anyone wants to get in on a rare Wemby auto for i guess a lower amount there's a psa six couple different one-on-ones available, uh, some super fractors. There's this really cool Messi. I love this Inception card um, from 2020 Inception. Iconic image. But, yeah, that's expensive for a non-numbered card. I could have gotten a blue of those, I think, at the National. But uh, those cards are sick. Yeah. I used to collect 2010 tops like crazy back when I was younger, playing football in middle school. Tim Tebow, Sam Bradford, Colt McCoy, Rob Gronkowski, Des Bryant, Demarius Thomas, RIP. Um, there's a lot of names in that set, but this is a Heinz Ward PSA 10 tops platinum one of one. I got to say, I love the foil fractors that they've added. I I think the top should just rip the Band-Aid off at some point and stop these platinums because a lot of them just look like gray borders and just – or make the platinums like a foil board sparkle or something like that. But man, I just, there's nothing to that card that makes me think that's a one on one or cool. Uh, there's also, do you see the Griezmann foil fractor? I did too, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that one's like, like someone's just uh, unloading the foil fractors. Yeah, I guess so. Um, Starling Castro, super fractor. There's a lot of different one of ones. Serena Williams rookie in here. I love this Mbappe goal out of 10, but I think that like buying any non Mbappe rookie with the PSG kit is definitely an interesting ball game right now. Um, I know I've got a couple of inceptions going for sale in this auction because like, dude, the, every other week, every other month, I swear it's he's leaving on free agent. No, he's committed to the pro. Like, I don't even know what's it's, going on. Yeah, At this point, I'm just staying away from Mbappe. even like rookie stuff. I probably wouldn't buy. Yeah. Um, you're speaking of like gold. There was a like the PSG set gold auto in this in this auction, which is a, a pretty big card. But I was like, who knows next summer where he's gonna be? And even staying at PSG now, the value with that PSG shirt on it is less than imagine he leaves. It's just yeah, so I agree. I I don't remember. I mean, I know there's probably some stuff in American sports that's happened, but I don't really recall something that's this hot and cold, wishy-washy, like, I'm here, I'm not. Like, I, it's just crazy. Yeah, I can't I can't think of it. I, I thought for sure it was done after he signed a new contract, but sure enough, this past summer, suddenly he wants to leave, and then somehow they managed to convince him to stay. Yeah, I, I don't know. That's crazy, for sure. He uh, also, at, at one point, we're, we're, once you, like, keep scrolling, I want to – if there's any – Pokemon people in this chat. What's up with this this Chansey 2021 where it's like kind of look like 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 drawn? I want to figure out what's up with this. Yeah, what right. is up with that, man? I want to know what's going on. I need to know too. That thing, how much is that? 22,500 pre-buyer premium. What in the world? That's crazy. That's actually insane. You said twenty two thousand. Yes. <laughs> uh, not anniversary. Not a good idea. weekend to be selling a Nick Saban auto in the auction. Um, I'm not gonna lie, dude. I think that the NIL deals have totally shooken up how college sports is playing out. I mean, you see teams like Clemson like get exposed week one to Duke. I'm not saying that the NIL specifically did that, but like there's just much more. 
um, parity between all the teams, I feel. Do you agree? Yeah, for sure. I mean, you wouldn't have seen Alabama losing that type of game five, six years ago. No, I mean, you know, they beat Texas in the national championship game when Colt McCoy was there, and I was sad about that. Um, I used to want to go to Texas. That's actually the only school I got denied by. Oh, my gosh. Texas, that school is, like, impossible to get into. It, is, it was like a 3% acceptance rate out of state or something like that. Um, yeah. It's the only school I got denied by, and I always want to go there. I went there twice when I was younger for football games. I went there and toured it when I was in college – or, excuse me, in high school. Um, but, man, I am happy to see them beat Bama. That is so awesome. That was an awesome game. I was very fired up about that, 100%. We got two explanations on the Pokemon cards. Jack says, I think it's from a contest they do, one one Okay, that, that would make sense. And then Dan also makes sense, money laundering. <laughs> so I know in the Pokemon market, like the things that sell for sometimes those like exorbitant amount, amounts of money, it is like these trophy cards where like you like play in a tournament and they're like very rare or like short, like super small print copies for just the winner, stuff like that. That actually yeah. brings like the ridiculous amounts of money, and I'll show the card here before um, it sells. It hasn't sold yet, right? Mm, no. Three minutes left without a bid, or three minutes left, and then it's done. Or he gets excited. Um, Chancy, what's the name of this thing? It's like it's a twenty twenty one Japanese creatures. That's all I need. Yeah, there it is. So <laughs> it looks like that. Yeah. Some kid, kind of like you, yeah, right. You're like a kid, and you're like trying to do it by memory. You're like trying to like copy the Chansey first edition card. But no, I mean, it, obviously, more power to the to the people selling it, or to even the collector buying it. You know, we. I'm just not a Pokemon guy. Not yeah, do it. It, I, seems, it seems pretty cool, and I don't know the, the backstory behind it, but I, I was just wondering because I know obviously there's there's some cool stories behind a bunch of stuff like the. What's the one? It's like the Pikachu Illustrator or whatever. Oh, yeah. Now that's like mega. Yeah, and that, that came from like, I think it was like the creator or something's birthday party or something. Something <laughs> like that. It was like a backstory behind how a bunch of people got that. Yeah, he's got like the birthday cake on it, right? Yeah. Oh, no, that's a different card. There's a different card where the birthday cake's on. The Illustrator, he's got like the paintbrush in his hand, I think. Yeah. For any big Anthony Rizzo fan or Cubs fan or I guess maybe Yankees fan. Um, there's a huge hope diamond PSA 10 of Rizzo selling here. This is one of his very best cards. Population three, number out of 60. Insanely hard to hit those. Um, imagine Top's flagship in there. Obviously, there's way less of it made back in 2011, but hitting a parallel number out of 60 like that, where it's the diamond anniversary, it's a crazy card. And uh, that does not pop up very often, very, very often, especially for auctions. So you kind of got to make a play on that if you're an anti Rizzo fan for whatever reason it might be. But I know that Julian at least knows that name from that Cubs. I do indeed. World Series team. Um, I love Heritage Black Refractors. Some of the, in my opinion, cream of the crop when it comes to rookie cards. Um, I know some years is white refractor if it's a black border. I think it was like the 1972 design or something like that. I think it was. Um, but either way, this is a, a Bobby Wood Jr. Black Refractor here, which is probably around 50% of what it was preseason. Uh, during spring training so if you like bobby wood jr that's a nice card to hop on there's a bat now with jd martinez top sterling has got some awesome relics but this year's uh design just it didn't do it for me there's too many too much 
plain white and too much like plain gray on it. But I mean, bat knobs are bat knobs. Not cards filthy. Um, big Kevin Love piece as well in this auction, which is crazy. It's like exquisite nameplates out of twenty five. I think it was. And also Deion Sanders, bro. Um, I guarantee you that there's card action because of what's going on with Colorado right now. But the media is starting to get a little too crazy, bro. They're starting to kind of annoy me with, with Colorado. <laughs> what do you think? What do you think about like, the whole Colorado? Like, oh, national champions? <laughs> well, I oh, mean. Yeah. I Yeah, it's – um, it went 0-100 to 100 very quickly. Let's just say that. There was, yeah. Well, it could be absolutely atrocious, like Coach Prime is not a good coach type of stuff to, oh, he's a- absolutely amazing. So – It'll be interesting to see how it's play, played out. They already have – you have to give them credit because they obviously have more wins than they did last season in, in two games. But that's – I think the problem is is that I don't have a problem with people talking about that. I have a problem with people not putting it in context. They brought in like 65 new players, like all way better than what they had. It's not like he took the one-win team and like spent a summer with them and spring with them and said, okay, now this is a two-win team come week two. But either way, even to get – that many recruits, that many transfers to go and everything. Impressive. Um, I'm not trying to be a hater, but the media sometimes. And that's my small town uh, sports team mentality, specifically in the NBA. When you watch first take and all you see is them talking about, oh, I want to be in Miami because it's on the coast and it's nice weather, but I don't even care about basketball. Like, that's just annoying. Like, I'm yeah. sick of it. So, but also, yeah, let, let Coach Prime cook. Let him do well. His, his son is obviously an awesome player. Um, so we'll see how it goes, but they're already in the, I think rank 17, 18 now. Yeah. Looks like and I know, uh, Wisconsin has dropped out of the, the, yeah. And replaced by Washington state. So, at least, I mean, <laughs> we should not have lost those games yeah. or this year and last year, but at the very least, at least that we're talking about a team that's in the top 25 now. Yeah. Right. Cause they cooked us. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, we got some wins there from Big John. You want to cover those real quick? Yes, Big John. Won three cards, 2023 Weiss Japan Rapunzel for daughter. What a great dad. Kobe White Recon Auto out of 75. And a Luis Robert Brooklyn Collection Blue Rookie out of 40. Very nice. Shout out Big John. I Shout out Big John. Really going to like that card. You can't go wrong with Rapunzel. Not at all. Um, I got to point this out. This is an Enzo Ferrari card at twenty one thousand dollars here from nineteen twenty. That is Mister oh, Ferrari. That's that's measured Ozil. <laughs> you cannot tell me that's not measured Ozil. I was gonna say, I feel like I've seen this guy before. That is Ozil reincarnated. Like that is a hundred percent. Ozil is Enzo Ferrari. That is hilarious. That is too good. Um. Either way. $21,000 fat. That's pretty crazy. That's pretty crazy indeed. And there's Josh Allen at 20K right there. So the the Jets and the Bills play tomorrow night. I could not believe the amount of people picking the Jets to win the Super Bowl on ESPN, like analysts and such. Yeah, I'm just convinced at this point those analysts are just saying stuff to have people tune into their show because that's just – yeah, it's hard to jump to that conclusion. But – uh. We'll see. The boy Aaron Rodgers sometimes pulls pulls off some stuff. I mean, yeah, Rodgers is obviously, you know, he's been good for the Packers, and I'm not going to deny that as watching him for a lot of years. And being on the, the Jets, it gives him an opportunity to play somewhere else, have a great defense. But at the same time, it's like 
I'm not sure going Super Bowl right away is even realistic given what I've watched the last couple of years with the Packers. Yeah. You can't convince me this Jets team is that much better than what some of those Packers teams were either. Well, last year's Packers teams are definitely better. Last year's Packers team, yes. When we had Devontae Adams, though. Yeah, then that's where it becomes a No, that, that's better receiver than Garrett Wilson at the time. I'm not saying Garrett Wilson like won't be better eventually. Um, but, yeah, I'm – We'll see. I'm excited to see what happens. I'll be watching um, tomorrow night while breaking, yeah. probably. But Crollo won a 2018 Prism Nick Chubb Neon Green RC Auto PSA nine. As we mentioned earlier, that dude was feasting today. Great. He's been feasting for years now. Honestly, shout out Nick Chubb. One of the most consistent, like not injured players. And that's crazy considering he had a really brutal knee injury in college. And generally, those are players who are like, man, it's gonna be tough for them to recover from that one. You know, like yeah. But wow. Yeah. Uh real music. That fire Rari Yang. <laughs> and then Wesley collects Acuna or Bats for MVP. I say Acuna. I, That's what he said. I saw um Peg Junk. Unfortunately, there's no you have to have an Apple device at this moment. Uh I believe there's gonna be ways in the future to watch a desktop and also download for Android. So hopefully that all comes here very soon because I know a lot of y'all want to join us on there. Um, but yeah, hopefully that's soon for Fanatics Live. As for the Cunier Bets thing, I saw MLB um Instagram account posted like the current MVP voting, and it was um their analysts had like 28 votes for Acuna, 26 for Betts first place votes. So I went to Acuna right now. But Betts has had better hitting stats, but Acuna's had way more stolen bases. And um, their team's in first place, and they just locked up the uh, the the first playoff position of the season as well. So it's going to be a very, very tight battle. But also he's the first player that's ever done 30-60, 30 home runs, 60 stolen bases. I think it's going to be very hard for Acuna to lose that. He has not won MVP yet. You know how it goes in the NBA. When they have – players that haven't won MVPs yet and they do like something good, like they generally give them the MVP. Or you, um, just, need, or, or you just need a uh, Marcus Smart situation where you get interviewed the week before and say, I deserve it. I'm so good. And then gets awarded uh, defense player of the year. Right. Yeah, no, that's ridiculous. Um, speaking of basketball, Team USA embarrassingly lost to Germany and then followed it up by losing to Canada and letting Dylan Brooks drop 39 points. That's schmuck Dylan Brooks. How do you let Dylan Brooks score 39 points? Like losing, there's losing, and then there's Dylan Brooks scoring 39 points on you, which is like makes it so much worse. Man, that's brutal. So uh, some of these players who are like younger, I'm not even saying like, like Ben Carroll's of the world. I'm talking like Tatum and Booker. Like, please go play at the Olympics. Don't let us get fourth place at the Olympics, please. Even like freaking Kevin Durant. Like, go saw, play for a little I bit. I saw a graphic that was like Steph Curry, LeBron James, Kevin Durant. Imagine we just like pull out like everybody for the Olympics. Uh, hey, I mean, it's crazy. It's this is amazing. like kind of happening twice over in LeBron's career span, which is just wild to think in general. But like, you know, they had to do the redeem team at one point. Do it again. Yeah. Yeah, and like you said, at the at the very least, let's get, like, the Tatums, the Bookers. Yeah, Donovan Mitchell, like, those like, guys. Yeah, they would like, we'll win them. the gold medal with that much. Like, we don't – I'm not saying that, like, I wouldn't like to see Curry and those guys play, but. Yeah. 
You got to do it for your country, man. Do it for the country. Come on, boys. 100%. Uh, I'm trying to figure out a nice giveaway token right now. Um, I'm trying as hard as possible not to acknowledge a Cubs player, but this Justin Steele, bro, like embarrassingly enough, I didn't know who he was uh, before the top Chrome baseball release. And don't even ask me how it's possible with watching as much Brewers as I have, but I, I was not paying attention to enough day by day stats before July for baseball. That's for sure. Um, this guy's like top five, top three, I think in the NL and ERA. And he's a rookie in this year's tops products and he's a beast. And uh, yeah, I don't like it. So Cubs, please get worse. Get worse pitchers. Um, I don't want to play him. Hmm. <laughs> that Cubs team, they they they're they are very solid, very solid. Yeah, they are. But uh, the Diamondbacks won two of three in Chicago this weekend. So we love to I hear mean, that. Also, the Diamondbacks are a different gravy. I mean, they're they're playing well right now, but the Cubs are probably better than them. You right think? Now. Yeah. Um, I mean, they got like a game up on the Diamondbacks right now in the wild card, but also the Diamondbacks are still in the wild card because there's three now. So, uh, I want a Ryan Braun autograph for everyone wondering. I did buy a Ryan Braun auto tonight. Um, yes, I understand that he used steroids, but we have a sick red auto <laughs> out of five for $36, $34. Um, that is because he used steroids. That was $34. Uh, you're not getting that type of card probably for $34 if he, uh, was not on steroids. So there we go. 34 bucks for a red auto. Red auto off five. Used to have a jersey of him while I was younger. Uh, was one of, well, actually, was my favorite player before that whole shebang went down. Um, but uh, there is still some some big modern cards running in the auction tonight. We are down to um, one minute on the clock before the next window commences. There's a pretty big Lamar Jackson there with the logo patch. We got some nice Ichiro's tonight. Um, Acuna, there's a gold wave auto, and uh, that Rizzo's up to $1,300, which does not shock me at all. We, we got some big moves from the Bazooka Tom here going to all three Cubs Rockies games this week. Dedication, all three Cubs Rockies games that's that's impressive. And he says, and Steele has the best ERA in the NL. Oh, he's down to the best ERA. Wow, see, Tom, I was wondering if you were a Bears fan because I thought that you were a Cubs fan too, but I am not 100% certain on where your fandom lies, but I was trying to figure out if I could uh, throw some jabs in based off of this. Uh, I think it'd be a little bit more than a jab. <laughs> based off of today's, uh, today's dub, to say the least. What's up, SCP? Well, thank you for... Uh, for catching the show and joining and also going back and watching later. If that's what you choose to do. Man, this card had the making of being an absolute mega one. Now it did release just last year. So a lot of this stuff has already been going down, but like Tatis, Vlad and Soto, by no means are these players like not going to be some of the best players in the game going forward. But like the hype on these dudes at the point of like 2021 was just mega. Um, Vlagero Jr. had an insane year during that COVID year. Um, Tatis, obviously, prior to the whole steroid thing, what was major in the market in Soto was on track to being one of the best hitters of all time, probably. Um, although he did have some pretty down years. But if you go to Tatis' stats, I want to know what people think about Tatis' market because there's been so many drops in Tatis' market. All right, his career OPS is 904. 
This year, he has a .77 OPS, so it's quite lower. Career OPS plus, which is like relative to league average, is 146, 46% better than league average. This year, it's 115, 15% better than league average. This is his first year since there is no steroid usage to our knowledge. Um, and his averages and everything is quite a bit lower. So I am not shocked that Tatis cards are on the drop when post-steroids you are much worse than what you were prior to this. You, you said this is the first year? Well, he just came back from the suspension early this year. So I'm not saying that earlier in his career he wasn't like on, on the juice but, like, or whatever. You're not regularly checked for that. So like there's a way he could have gotten away with it. Yeah, like, I'm pretty sure that there's pr- probably quite a bit of measures in place for these – or not measures – ways that these players can probably like try to avoid testing at different times, all this different stuff. Uh So like, I'm not saying that that's for sure a thing, but like, I'm not very confident in the fact that like every single test that's ever happened has caught someone or the fact that like these players can't time test depending when they're happening. Um, What is OPS? Hold on, hold on. Let me take a stab at this. I've been learning on base percentage plus slugging. Look at that. Julian. Big baseball guy. That's indeed right. It is on base plus slugging. Uh, what I only know that because that was one of the things I asked you. Which on base is the percent that you are getting on base, which is pretty self-explanatory. Um, and then slugging percentage is a metric to um, gauge like how many extra base hits you're hitting for, um, which is a little bit harder to explain, but basically it takes into account like your total bases um, in a season divided by – I believe it's your at-bats. I don't think it's play appearances. I'm pretty sure it takes out like walks and such, so I'm pretty sure it's at-bats. Total bases in the season divided by at-bats, and you get your slugging percentage, which let's see what Tatis' career is. It's a 550, which is pretty good. Um, now it's 455 this year, so it's 100 points lower just about. Real music on with you, though, brother. There's way too many stats in baseball, and I'm it's very hard <laughs> to keep track of. I'm trying. There are a lot of stats in baseball, and um, you can go d- delve pretty deep, I'd say, to to try to figure out a lot of different stuff. But there's a few surface-level stats that definitely help um, to get to at least get a gauge on what's help happening for each player, that's for sure. There's a red name on a fire from the net. This is actually kind of shocking to me. I feel like that's like a lot for that card. Uh, at the current moment, yes, I would say when. You oh wait, I thought that this was the national. No, 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 that's not national. Oh, okay, never mind. I thought the national. That's kind of crazy, but that that's not that crazy. I no, guess. I was gonna say for the right now. Now that he's in Saudi, it, I guess you could see it. But like when he was on PSG, I would have said that's pretty low. Yeah, definitely. But also, that's probably why it is pretty low, huh? Yeah. Wow, Freddie Freeman. No, I mean the guy's having a. Fantastic year. He just set the record for uh most um put a bid, put a bid. No. For <laughs> for most extra base hits in uh shoot I got a bit on a car just one second. Most what Beg Junk says, wait, if war and OPS are important, why don't they make a stat called war pops? War pops OPS. That's that's funny. Um either way. Um 
I don't even know where I was going with what. Oh, oh yeah, he just set the record for most doubles in Dodgers franchise history. That's what I was about to say. Freddie Freeman did. Yeah, and he's only been on the team for what? This is second season. No, no, like a single season record. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was gonna say that. That wouldn't really be. Oh, Julian, quick take: Brady gold vinyl off five PSA ten or Mahomes gold vinyl PSA ten number out five. Which one do you rather have? Yeah, man, easy pet. No, it's definitely Tom Brady. You take the Brady. Yeah, no, I, I think that like I also just like the way that card looks way better. You do? Yes. Why? It's not a die cut though, right? It just looks like no, it. no, it's not. It just has some black. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just I can't. I can't. I don't know, bro. I it think it's more like uh, I don't. Know. I think this card's kind of whack. And you don't have to agree with me, but like, there's these weird like little circle, like semicircles going through the middle of the card. The black outlines. There's too many lines going on with the card. You're right. You're right. I I know that Prism two years in a row went with super similar designs, but in 2020, like, it there's a there's still outlines going on here, but like at least it's not as much as 2019. Yeah, I might. I might the play. I'm sticking to my guns. I'll say Tom Brady. Well, yeah, I'm not saying you you should strictly pick it off the design. I just don't think the designs is nice. Yeah. Um, there is quite a crazy quad auto here from uh Leaf. You've got the Messi, Pele, Ronaldo, and Holland. And the thing I want to point about this is imagine Julian, there was a card of the four of these players, one of one super fractor from Topps Chrome. I was literally just thinking that. Like, what does that sell for? Like two hundred and fifty thousand dollars? Well, the Holland Ronaldo Messi did what? What was one forty? 140 so yeah it's gotta be you throwing pele on that it's gotta be 250 plus yeah um and obviously this is not licensed leaf kind of not not the best looking card in my mind um but yeah it's six thousand two hundred fifty dollars and looks like that desmond ritter 5k 5k for a gold prison psa 10 i want to figure out all right now, I understand that things went wrong last year with Russell Wilson. Bro, you cannot tell me that Desmond Ritter should only be $1,000 less than this Russell Wilson jersey number, Gold Prism PSA 10. Yeah, except here's the thing, is we all know that people are just focused on what's happening right now. I know. Even though, for me, it's shocking as well. But it's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. We need Russ to turn it around. <laughs> Yeah, and no, and honestly, I, they, they, he had a better game in the first half today, but it doesn't look like that they ended very well. No, and it's Sean Payne's first game, so I'm sure, hopefully, got some big wins coming. Because yeah. uh, Broncos country, let's ride. <laughs> it is it is a make or break season, though. I feel like for them, like they kind of got to figure out the direction they're going in at the QB position. Maybe I mean he signed a mega deal though, right? So like, who knows? I guess I have yeah. no idea. I don't know what's gonna happen. Beats me. Then Bob is at 320. Gold out of 10. Carlos Sainz. Uh, that's a nice one. The orange with the orange uh, McLaren, obviously, on Ferrari now, but still a nice card. Yeah, Chris, you know, every year I say to myself, there's going to be something different here in the football card market. But every year, I feel like that it gets even worse as you say you know the QB market is as inflated as it ever has been Bailey Zappi cards were going for as much as Russell Wilson and now he's on the practice squad of the Patriots I just I don't know where the 
where the switch might happen or where, you know. I, 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 I have the response. I know why. Why? I call it short-term memory loss or long-term <laughs> memory loss. Or or short-term. You forget short-term that. memory loss. I don't know. <laughs> either, either way. I remember it, more than like a year. Yeah, but hey, this has been doing pretty well. For all of his injuries, like I, I have a second one of these. Only reason why it's selling. He's terrible. No, he's not. He's amazing. He's he can't up. play more than two games. Okay, that's facts. Um, but 110 after all his injuries isn't that bad. Aaron Wambasaka is better. <laughs> At least he's available. I guess say that much. Is it true that he got converted to right back because he had a good training session against Wilfred Zaha? No, oh, I have no idea. I read. Dude, I read before, on. What did he play before that? I think like wing or something. I don't know. Oh, the, I would be very, very shocked considering his foot skills when he came to Manchester United. That he maybe, was maybe he was midfield. I don't know. I just, I just read on Twitter today that he had okay, one good... a Twitter. I'm, I'm not stuff saying it's true. I would just ask you some certain Chelsea accounts. I would say, uh, let's do some research here, sir. It wasn't a it was a man dude. I get man you tweets now on my feed because of the amount I've been just reading about all because we cook you guys. All right, yes. Got a comment there, Logan. Oh, yeah, you got it. Go ahead. No, no. No, you got it, you got it, you got it. I was just gonna say real music real music just like Bowman Chrome and baseball, and like you're not wrong. Like, yes, there is a lot of money spent on Bowman Chrome um baseball autos on players that have not proven themselves at all. Um, there's a, a slight difference where there is much more lead time for those players prior to getting into the MLB. So it can make sense to buy some of those players, but when they're younger, like with the NFL players, like you really are buying these guys like right before the throw into the fire. Then it's like a very, very volatile hit or miss situation where like just your, your lifespan is just extended a bit elsewhere. Um, I do have a giveaway for tonight. I did buy this when we were in the midst of talking about different stuff. We got this cool insert here from 2000 Tops. King Griffey Jr., Hands of Gold. Hands of Gold insert. That's a big one. DJ Quicksilver won a uh, 1997 refractor. Tim Duncan, PSA 10. That's a rookie, I believe. Is that meant to be a hand? No. That's right? it. Like I sure... I sure hope not. (laughs) I think it's supposed to be a baseball glove in some instance, but like they didn't really make the full glove out of it. I don't know. It looks like they like halved the glove. I don't know. Um, A couple other wins on the books tonight. Got a couple other Bowman Chrome cards. Good deal here. I know that he was supposed to be a pretty solid prospect. I I looked at his stats briefly before bidding, but 168 is a pretty sweet deal. Um, Considering what the the sales used to be on these things, I think that Raw did like four hundred dollars last, or PSN nine did like three four hundred something like that. So I got that one. I uh, got this Nelson Rodicate Orange Sapphire for fifty, like that. Got this Drew Gilbert. He's now on the Mets Atomic Auto for thirty six out of twenty five. Got the Ryan Braun, and then did win a big one tonight. Man, I was trying to win this for a couple hundred dollars less than this, but I just want to get one to have so I can match with my Coco. Um, I did get a Carlos Alcaraz auto, which I was not a fan of these for a long time, but there's no other option. So eventually I caved, just bought them right after release. But I will still to this day point out that if you look at this design and then you go look at Bowman Chrome Baseball from 2020, it is like the exact same card. So 
Not a fan of that, but I do like Carlos Alcaraz a lot. And I think he's going to be an absolute stud for years to come. Now, Djokovic is, has no sh- signs of slowing down, so we'll see what happens. But I was really hoping to get that final here at the U.S. Open. I think the card maybe ended a little bit low because he didn't make it to the final, so I thought maybe capitalize on that too. So we'll see if it, play, it works out. Might not. Might work. We'll see. We got to see how many cards are left, though. We got, we got some uh, some more wins. I don't know how many of these you read off, but I'll start with – this isn't a win, but mm-hmm. should we – D-Town Relic. Should we be picking up Jordan Love rookies and get them graded now? Too late. I'm a Packer fan. It's too late. Even if he – I mean, he could have many more weeks like this, and maybe, yeah, it, you know, it works out. But I just think that at this point, we've there's been so much gains on Jordan Love's market from, like, last year until this year. He, he, he does need to turn into an instant playoff quarterback this year, help justify these prices. If we miss the playoffs, like they're going to drop. But I could be wrong. I hope I'm wrong. DJ Quicksilver and a 1953 Bowman color Mickey Mantle SGC8. Very nice. And then Jerry, yeah, nice. I got two PSA 10 Charizard Uno cards. Did you see the tweet from the charity match with the YouTubers, bro? The, oh, the, about the, the Sideman charity match? Did you see the yeah. Uno reverse? Yes. I think it was Max Fosh was who it was, but yeah, it's pretty funny. There's a bunch of memes that came out of that. I didn't even realize that was happening that day, but yeah, it's mainly I show speed. I it's just I saw him in like some training. He was kind of cooking. Yeah, everyone was like, "We need to we need to analyze this into our into the U.S. development system. How did he become so good so fast?" I saw someone saying, like, look at this, bro. I show speed gets so much better in one year. Imagine if actual, like, American athletes took it serious and played, like, you know, like the basketball players and such or something. Yeah, not even – I'm sure I show speed became super good that Greg Berhalter still wouldn't pick him. But <laughs> but I heard – you said he actually picked a good team against uh, whoever he yeah, played. Against Uzbekistan. We only won 3-0. So, like, uh, Berhalter ball is back. Um, he was probably like, I think this is a bad team, so let me play them against Uzbekistan, even though like it was a very solid team. Once we play like France or something, we're gonna see Giassi Zardes and freaking uh, who else does he like to play? See, it's been I had two months of clarity f- of without him. Um, who's the, who's the midfielder? Uh, I don't know. Oh my gosh. Now I'm going to kick myself. Exposing himself. Uh, Killing Acosta. That's what it was. Oh, there you go. Also, I got to expose Julian here live on Slapsack Sundays. Oh, this, no. this, this man thought that J- Jamire Gibbs is better than B. John Robinson. No, 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 no. That's, I didn't say he is. I said he could be have a better season than him. Yeah, you did say that, but also not. Yeah, not, well, you, it's one hundred percent what happened now that Dan Campbell's not playing him at all. What what was and that like? I don't know what that was, but I made a, I took a hot take and I thought Gibbs was gonna have a better season than Bijan Robinson. And Gibbs didn't really play the first game. He had a very good highlight, and Bijan was kind of cooking today. So well, I, I do have wrong. to admit, I might be wrong, but I think <laughs> Gibbs is is good. But let's hope let's hope uh, he starts playing. So here's the deal, though. Oh, Bijan Robinson was supposed to be. Oh, geez, my computer is freezing. Can you still see and hear me? I can hear you. Yeah, yeah. I think okay. it's good now. All right. Um, Bijan Robinson was like listed as like RB one on the depth chart going this week. He has that sick highlight, bro. He got ten carries in this mat or in this game for fifty six yards. 
5.6 yards per carry. This dude, Algier, or whatever his name is. Oh, yes. He had a touchdown, didn't he? He had 16, 15 carries and two touchdowns. He vultured all the touchdowns. There's got to be something like that goes beyond the eye for these rookie running backs because it would make no sense. They're easy. Maybe they're easing him into it. I I don't know why you wouldn't wouldn't, uh, just let, let him loose. Who let the dogs out, baby? I could see like easing him into it, but also Real Music says don't sleep on Tyler Algier. Um, Ken, did you win the the Topps Chrome Ben Baller Gold Auto? Because that's a pretty cool card. Real yeah. Music, he's a dog over 100 yards last year. I hope you you mean like overall he had he like had 100 yards in a game. Yeah. Um, here's the deal, Tyler Algier can be a dog, but. You don't draft a running back in the top ten if you don't plan on giving him like twenty carries a game. You know, yeah. Well, you you, you don't draft a quarterback trade trade up to draft uh, a quarterback and give away the majority of your picks in the future and then not play that guy. But look at where that ended us. We won today, so I can't complain. But I thought you were talking about the Packers that first with Jordan Love because we did trade up to get. No, I was like, hey, look at it. it's paying off, Mister Trey Lance. Yep. Yeah, and then there's also Cordell Patterson, right? He's still on that team. <laughs> That's he was right. An absolute yeah. fantasy monster last year. True. Yeah, it's crazy. He's kick returner, wide receiver, convert a running back. Yeah, and what does that even make him? Like the third running back on the depth chart, which is just crazy considering. I know. They- yeah, they got they got a lot of weapons. Oh, nice, Ken. That's a sick card. Wait, are you telling me this dude had over a thousand yards last year? Who did he play for before? The Falcons. I didn't realize he actually had a thousand yards last year. I'm, I don't think he's lying. Wow. What Cordell Patterson? Okay, obviously he did. He was rookie, run heavy. rookie year, he, he had a thousand yards, three touchdowns, three touchdowns on two hundred ten carries is kind of weak. Uh, yeah, Chris, I did see that, and I saw it posted to Shane's story. Do you see that, Julian? What? This PSA 10, uh, Pop 2, Messi, and Ronaldo. Oh, wow. <laughs> Don't look like no PSA 10 to me. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure what's going on with that one. Um, but, Chris, I imagine that's why you brought that up. That is now the highest price card in the auction. We are at 10.04 Central Time. We do have our giveaway um, selected, picked out, Ken Griffey Jr. It's the second Ken Griffey Jr. insert, I think, that we have uh, now given away. Let me uh, get the stuff for giveaway ready. I'll start the the giveaway entries here pretty soon. Let's just... We're, I think we're getting down towards the end of the auction now, though. We gotta reduce this to 24 items. Julian picked it right last week, but remember, there was only like eight cards. Okay, left. no, that's not true. There was two full pages, and oh. I picked it right. And Aaron is just salty because he hasn't done it yet. Okay, I have done it like three times nope. over. I don't remember that. Didn't happen. Didn't happen. <laughs> um, I think that this is on the one page now, just so you know. So. I am going to drop the line for the giveaway. So now you have to put a number one after that line. So Jerry, you're going to have to re-put a number one. And we'll leave that open until 10.08 Central Time. But uh, Julian, 
pick a card right now. Uh, I guess you can select whatever you want, but I'm going to pick one that's probably already going on the next window. I'll go with the uh, Holland out of five purple. Nice. That's a cool one. PSA 10. Um, I'm going to go with a crazy one here. I think I'm going to go with this Jamal Wilkes PSA 10. I don't even know who that is. Jamal, Jamal Wilkes PSA 10. Yes, everyone, join up on that giveaway. Thanks, everyone, for coming tonight. 10.08 Central Time. We're giving away a Ken Griffey Jr. Inserts. Come on, bed, 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 bed. <laughs> mine doesn't have a bed. Neither is mine so far. We might both be just e-limbed right away here. No, no, no. I have faith. <laughs> I'm putting in a bed. <laughs> yeah right mine does not have a bid either come on come on come on come on that's come on somebody wants this holland real bad real bad there's only seven of these psa 10 jamal wilkes's i mean only one card has been extended so far oh two there a there's two now that's not a four no wow well, that's a boring one. <laughs> I think I've just figured out you got to just do Pokemon cards. I, those yeah. seem to be the ones that go so far. I looked at this Magic Carp and I was like, maybe I'll do that. But should have picked Caldwell Jones, not Cardell Jones, but Caldwell Jones. Oh, there's one of those 2015 OBJ PSA yeah. 10s. Imagine that's a stick card. Auto of that. Yeah, that'd be an awesome auto. All right, everyone, just one more minute to join up in that giveaway. Yo, my boy, Mezit Ozil. Sold for the most. Enzo? 33 grand. I mean, how do we... I, I It's just crazy to even, like, identify what this is. It's nuts. SGC1, this has got to be, like, one of... I'm surprised it doesn't have, like, one of the population things here. Like, pop one, none graded higher type of thing. I've never seen that or even heard about that. crazy matt is this the first time you've ever seen that i think you said i know matt's been around vintage f1 quite a bit what are the people around you saying about that too i think you know a few people that are uh vintage f1 collectors oh but apparently there are some rumors about this ozil and ferrari what is reincarnation <laughs> Ferrari died August 14th, 1988, and Ozil was born October 15th, 1988. So you're telling me that the, that more people than just you have thought about this? Apparently, I'm a genius. Oh my gosh. Right. So there's some good odds to win this giveaway tonight. There's like a lot of stuff on this. That's wild. People are sleeping on the giveaway. There's some good odds to win tonight. Your King Griffey Jr. insert. Um, I was going to pick that Ichiro. That's one of the last ones remaining here. Detone Relics. I have a couple of Tyreek Hill car- rookie cards. Would you guys sell on him? Now on him, I definitely would. Um, yeah, I mean, after week one, the, there's a, so much action that goes on with 
football cards that like you could sell any wide receiver that had like over 100 yards and a touchdown, especially like Tyreek Hill likely. So if you have something that you think has increased in value, you know, um, I would definitely do some research before going for it. Man, I don't know if anyone actually spent their night watching Sunday Night Football, but it's 40 to 0. Oh my God. What a terrible game. I guess that was like the kick Dak Prescott needed. He didn't even do anything, bro. Oh, he oh, was college eating. Yeah, dude, Dak Prescott didn't even do anything. All right, I'm going to run this giveaway. Matt says everyone thought the 1973 Panini sticker was Enzo's rookie. Well, shoot, 1920? That's way before that. Yeah. Um, all right, here we go. One, two, come on. I'm going with Scott. Our boy Scott's going to win. I'm going with Jack. Eight. Third and final time. Oh! Yes! I've never picked that, and Julian walks in here and has done the – what do you think, Julian? This is maybe like your eighth episode, ninth episode. I've done 86 episodes. I love you, man. man. 86 episodes that have never picked the right winner on this giveaway. My life is complete. 86. It's been 86 years. That meme. Yeah, Aaron. You know how you like that, how you like that, baby. Oh well, at least I got a cool Carlos Alcaraz card tonight. <laughs> uh man, congrats to Jack. I'm, I'm better at that than I am at picking a card from one page. True, you are. How is that even possible? I don't know, but you I guess you could say you're the same. The same as good. Because last week you picked the right one. This week you picked the right one. You're one to one. Um, Jack, go to preference and send us your character key, and I'll get that character feature your transfer over to you. Um, yeah, dude, I my mojo's off, bro. I'm 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 done skis. Uh, highlight of my slap socks career. <laughs> that's uh that's gonna do it for tonight. I'm salty. I'm I'm done here. Uh, but yeah, no, it, it was a good night. It was a good episode. You know, covered a lot of different. Yeah, I'll show you the Griffey. Um, it was this Griffey. It was an insert. Uh, it's not graded, but it's the 2000 tops hand of gold. So this is the one that you win here uh, from 2000 tops. And uh, <coughs> excuse me, that's going to do it for the episode tonight. Fun night. Cover a lot of different, obviously, football cards, sales. Um, had some good cards sell of our own. Kaka Auto did around 360 or so, which is nice. I mean, did a nice deal with my man Dan from the UK. Um, had Drew Aller Lava Auto sold really well. Looks like some Penn State fans are on top of that. Gotta say, selling Jay and Sancho right now, I was really thinking Anthony Stinks timed the sale where he starts the matches, but then Ten Hag said, nope, you're not even going to train with us anymore or something like that. Um, so, yeah, I'm not – did not do all that Jay and Sancho. Um, but, hey, can't win them all. Uh, definitely excited about a couple of purchases. But uh, that's all I got. Julian, anything last things to say? Jack. You're the man. <laughs> I'm sure he's saying, Julian, you're the man. Thanks for winning me at Ken Griffey Jr. <laughs> I got you. All right, everyone. I appreciate the support. Thanks all for coming. Thank you, SDP, for the comments. And we'll see you all next week's Slab Sox Sunday show here, 945 p.m. Eastern time on the Slab Sox YouTube channel.